0: So, if you're a truck driver for Taylor Swift right now, you're getting a big-ass bonus.
1: The singer Taylor Swift?
0: Um, Is there another Taylor Swift that we know of? Well, I just wanted to see. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody that has the name Taylor Swift, but no, I'm talking about the... In fact, we're from Pennsylvania, so is Taylor Swift. Did you know she's from... um, Redding, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. L- literally like a half hour from where you and I grew up mm-hmm. is where, not that, I mean, who cares? It doesn't make us anything special, but if you're a trucker and you've been running on her concert this year, this crossed America concert that Taylor Swift is, um, doing, uh, you know, several times a week, 50 Ruthann, she has 50 drivers, about 50 truckers it takes to, to put her concert together with all the lighting, and everything that she has that she carries with. And guess what? She's given them each a $100,000. In fact, the, the article here that I have, it says, musician musicians, uh, Taylor Swift has gifted each of the 50 truck drivers who helped support her massive U.S. tour 100,000 smackaroo bonus, okay, according to to Celebrity News' website TMZ. She reportedly handed out the checks before her show this past Saturday in Santa Clara, California. Other workers also got some kind of a bonus. Um, It says the U.S. leg of her tour, which has crisscrossed the nation over the past several months, is coming to a close and the bonuses were a way of saying, thank you, truckers. So I'll be honest with you. Now, let's be f- fully honest. The chick is worth a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, a billion easy. Okay. So, you know, f- I, th- I think 50 times 100,000 is $5 million in bonuses to the truckers she gave out. So that tells you how much she's making on the tour. Plus, I'm I'm guessing that the bonuses are a tax write off when you get wouldn't you gather that also?
1: Oh yes, she gifted him. So yes.
0: Yeah, so when you gift somebody, it becomes a write off for you. And and of course Taylor probably thought, "Well, do I pay the IRS or do I give it to my truckers that have taken care of me?" And hats off to Miss Taylor Swift. You know, thank you for tipping the truckers. Yeah, it's about time. You know, and and listen, we used to Work alongside of a couple companies that do um, tours mm-hmm. within. Mm-hmm. And so we already know that it's not the truckers that do these tours, okay? It's not like they have to run hard. They, you know, when they're done, they got to beat feet. And a lot of times they help, you know, load up the trucks and they have to beat feet to the next show. And they may be in town for two, three days. So therefore, they may go 500 miles you know what I mean? Which a trucker is used to doing that. And they may only go 300 miles. Like if, for example, if you're, if you're doing a show in Orlando and you're there for three nights, you may be in Atlanta, you know, after a two day break, you may go to Atlanta and then bang out three shows, which would have only been a couple, you know, you know, a seven hour drive, you know, for a trucker, that's nothing to do, to run seven to 10 hours and then take a couple of days off. But the the, the killer part of being a tour driver isn't rigorous driving and maybe a little bit of, you know, lifting a few stage lights. The rigorous part is being gone six, seven, eight months at a time.
1: Right. You, you, have, uh, you don't have the luxury of going through your house on a weekly basis or every other week.
0: Right. And I've known some tour drivers, and, you know, if they're out there long enough and they know there's a 3-4 break, some of those guys will just jump on a plane. But they also know that they have to be back. There is no if-ends or buts, no excuse why I couldn't make it back because the show must go on, and mm-hmm. they'll go on without you. Oh, yeah. So a lot of times they don't fly home, but sometimes they do, you know? Um, so hats off for any trucker that gets a $100,000 bonus. Darn right. You know? <laughs> and if you're looking to donate some to Talk CDL, Taylor, because we're giving you props... Ruthann, can you give me the address? I'm kidding. <laughs> you can Venmo me. Yeah, now we're just, yeah, ven- ven- Venmo us the money, Taylor. But no, seriously, good for those truckers. I'm glad. It's nice to see when, you know, truckers, Ruthann, get a big bonus like that. I'm actually happy for them and their family. And, uh, you know, spend it well, truckers, you know, hopefully. And these are these truckers, my guess is they'll be going out on a tour with somebody else. And when they look back at their life and somebody says, who was the best the best one you ever drove for? <laughs> I would imagine Taylor Swift's name might come up in at least the bonus part.
1: Yeah, I would say. I mean, I'm not a big Swifter, which that's their, their nicknames. I mean, I like a couple of her songs, but I'm not like one of those. Although I do know someone that is huge with following them, one of the girls from the studio. But um, I'm not one of them. But they... Um, the way I understand she does put on a really great show. You have some of these singers that they put all artistry on for their shows. They don't just sing. They they do a lot more. And she, I was told, is pretty much one of those too. She has like personality on the stage also.
0: You know what else? I also was told if you're a trucker and you're and you're doing these tours, you also get you, you know, every show, if you want to sit in and watch the show from the backstage or from the audience, a lot of, you know, a lot of these guys, as long as they're not in their way, they get to see the show over yeah. and over and over. So, you know, it's a, it's just a plus it's, it, it is a great job, but at the same time, the sacrifice of being home is the killer, you know, like you have over the road truckers that stay out two, three weeks at a time. Some guys like, you know, we'll stay out a month voluntarily, but when you're a tour driver, it comes with a big sacrifice from home and they usually make good money and they usually have really nice equipment. So hats off to those truckers. And that's really all I want to say about that. Do you have anything else on Taylor, Miss Taylor Swift? I don't even know one song of hers. Not that, not that I uh, probably haven't heard a song of hers before. I don't really listen to the radio, but I don't know the names of many songs. To begin with. Moving on, moving on. Let's take a break. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDLs, Schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Thank you. Hey drivers, are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the weigh station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com and start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using DriveWise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following new Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888 311 7076. That's 888 7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. Okay, we are back.
1: We're back. You know, there's a thing on the Poltergeist Girl, that that show. Yeah, what was that? I I actually didn't look at it, but I keep seeing it coming up on, um, I don't know if it's my Facebook page or Netflix or something like that stating, I don't know if it's like, like a Poltergeist 2 or whatever it is, something's come up with the. Because it says, you remember, has the poltergeist girl or something like that.
0: Well, I know they've already had a poltergeist two or three, probably. Yeah, but I think
1: it has something to do. Like like a remake? Her as an adult. I don't know. I'll have to look and see actually what it's about now. Yeah. Okay.
0: So she's still alive and she's back. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, I wanted to talk to you about Canada for a second. I wanted to say hats off and yay for Kenny. Duh. Yeah. No, we, you know, like, of course, you know, trucking is everywhere, but you know, there's an interesting article that came out of Canada and, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because I want to compare it to the United States because, um, and when I say hats off to Canada, I mean it in a bad way. <laughs>
1: Okay, because <laughs> I really wasn't thinking that. I thought actually it was something good.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. This, this is the most goofy article I've read in a long time. It says, a Quebec trucking company has been ordered to reinstate a driver who was fired after she drank at least nine beers before she lost control of her truck on a Pennsylvania highway. So she wrecked, she didn't kill or hurt anybody, but she wrecked her truck after being drunk. And, and they have this review board, like an arbitrator, you know, I guess for laborers up there in Canada. And they're making this trucking company give her her job back. That's insane. Yeah. Here, I'll read a little bit more. It says, yeah, the please. driver's actions amounted to serious misconduct But her drinking was the result of a... Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. This is according to an arbitrator. I think her name is April. All right, I want to make sure I put April's name out there so everybody remembers the name April as the arbitrator. Oh, they're both A's. April the arbitrator. (laughs) According to April, right, this young lady that was drunk, driving, and wrecked, she had a... the, The result of her... Drinking was because of a disability called alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So 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 April's saying that the trucking company, uh, which was called Group Robert, should have made a reasonable accommodation for her labor arbitrator, Hugate, oh, Hugate, April. So Hugate is a male. The April name is the last name, I guess. Okay. So Hugate said... In her, writ, oh, in her written July. So it was, it was a, uh, a female. It says the night of the accident, she needed to drink. I'm sorry it, it literally says this in quotation. She needed to drink because she has a disability called alcoholism. This is, this is the Canadian mind now. Okay, and look, we have a lot of Canadian drivers that listen to us, and we love you Canadians, so don't get me wrong, but we make fun of even Americans that that sound stupid. So in case you're mad at me right now for making fun of April, I would tell you I make fun of everybody that sounds stupid to me. All right? It says, the night of the accident, she needed a drink. She admitted that even though she knew she, she shouldn't, the, the the need was stronger, like something that she sh- uh, couldn't control. Grope Robert fired the driver, which they should have. Mm-hmm. If you're an American company and you get a DUI here in America, April, I'm just letting you know up there in Canada right now, there ain't one insurance company that will insure her if if the American company kept her. And nobody is going to put a known... A DUI accident in a semi truck. In fact, so you guys know in Canada, in America, if you get a DUI in a semi, you might as well go get a job at Burger King because you aren't going to drive a truck. And nobody in America is going to make the trucking company hire the drunk back. I'm going to tell you that right now.
1: No, I think there's some FMCSA regulations that we have to go by. Don't they have
0: that? Oh, it's Canada. So it says, Group Robert fired the driver after she was involved in a single vehicle crash shortly before midnight on June thirtieth, two 2022. The facts of the case say the driver stopped twice to buy six packs of beer as she drove from a Montreal suburb to Pennsylvania. The woman admitted she in fact, I think that the DOT in America should mm-hmm. should should ban truckers from ever driving a truck again. There should be there should be a DOT law in our country that that a trucking company can't even hire you if you're stupid enough to get drunk in a semi truck and then you wreck and you get a DUI, you should never be allowed to drive a truck again. I'm gonna tell you that right now I don't care if you're driving in Saudi Arabia, that should be a law on earth.
1: Well, I think if she would have gotten pulled over in, you know, like for, you know, in, in the U.S., you know, when FMC, when, when a DOT pulls you over, you get ticketed and you get in trouble for having alcohol in your tractor. Yeah, exactly. If it's so not on the she's manifest. In, she's in USA. Yeah. She should fall underneath those categories with there.
0: Exactly. It says, it says the woman admitted she drank at least nine beers during the trip but she said she didn't remember whether she drank the final three on the road. Well, I mean, if you're so drunk, you can't even remember where you drank the damn beers after the crash, which damaged the truck, but caused no injuries. She was arrested with a blood alcohol level of that was 0.18, more than twice the legal limit. Now, It says reported drinking problem. The driver told her company about her drinking problem about a week after the crash. One day after she sought medical help to stop drinking. So she wipes out, gets a DUI, right? And then she gets fired. But the the company, she reports to the company, okay, I have, I'm alcoholic. Listen, I feel for anybody that's an alcoholic. We know that that's true. That exists. It's a dependency. It's an addiction. We understand that. But to call it a disability, it's and then
1: disability,
0: and then to turn around and go, you have to adhere to people's disabilities according to their disability, and you can't fire them if it's a dis-. that. If I was a Canadian trucking company and I was a Canadian truck driver, I would be highly insulted that your arbitrators are trying to keep
1: drunks on the road. I would be highly insulted, Ruth Ann. I, I, it's not a disability because a disability is something that you can't control. And with and with um, alcoholism, any form of addiction, there's called recovery, and where you can actually go and 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 um, work on. Get I'm trying to look up the definition of disability.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, look it up while I'm ta- While I I'm am. reading more of this, and I'll say this right now, honestly, it's an insult to an industry, and it's an also it's an insult if if your liberal way of thinking. That you have to kiss everybody's ass, okay, from somebody that gets a DUI to, to, you know, Ruthann, people in prisons have sued the prison because their toothbrush broke or because their underwear was a certain color. And you know they have won. They've sued prisons because their feelings were hurt. And, and some smart lawyer and some liberal judge and some liberal jury here in America sided with them. Okay? This has got to stop to where all of a sudden we're taking somebody that knew before they drank. Listen, if you needed to drink more, it, it, if you remember, it just said, she needed to drink and she knew that this, the urge to drink was stronger than her urge to resist driving. Okay, so what she should have done was fired herself. Yeah. We've given that advice to American drivers for the last seven years here. If you're dr- you have a drinking problem, get off the road and get help before if something like this happens. If she would have killed somebody here in America, she would be in jail right now and they wouldn't be exp- extraditing her. Okay, she would not be allowed to go back to Canada if she was drunk and killed people. They would try you and there's been many cases in the United States where truckers are now in jail for decades and decades mm-hmm. because they were DUI and killed somebody. She's lucky. She didn't kill. Somebody. Okay, you crazy. You got to hire her back cuz because it's a disability and she couldn't resist the urge of drinking. Seriously, April. What is wrong with people that think like that?
1: Yeah, I can't understand it. And like I said, you can't use that as an excuse as far as a disability when it comes to that type of thing, something that you can control. That's not a disability. That's a weakness.
0: It said she officially was fired August 31st after she was after she had completed the an a inpatient addiction treatment program. April said there is no evidence group Robert asked or verified whether their troubled employee suffered from alcoholism well how would your that, that's something alcoholics hide first off if she had been working there the entire time and they didn't know she was an alcoholic that's because first off she's over the road and chose to as we can see proof of drink while she's driving and you can't tell me it's the first time she ever drank and drove
1: no, she t- felt too confident about it. There's
0: absolutely no way that an alcoholic, uh, this is the time she got caught, okay? All right. It says the driver told the arbitrator, which is April, the company could have installed an alcohol testing device in her truck after the crash or found other work for her. So the driver is suggesting I still drive for you, but you put one of those tubes in there where I got to blow every time I go to start the truck. Well, what happens if what happens if I'm parked at a truck stop and I let it idle and I run? Because I couldn't mis-
1: control myself. I had to go and get a drink.
0: No, no, no. Ruthanne, listen to me for a second so she's suggesting they put one of these um these dui things on your truck where you have to blow Mm -hmm. in order for the truck to be able to start Mm -hmm. the truck registers that you haven't been drinking and and it it then starts Mm -hmm. but what if she leaves the truck idling or she pays somebody while she's at a truck stop to run and grab her a Mm six-pack you know you can get around the the blow into the tube to start your vehicle Mm-hmm. Okay, you can pull up and get alcohol somehow. Mm-hmm. All right, so her suggestion is, yeah, you, you shouldn't have, you should fire me. You should now just um, make sure that I don't... You have to make sure I don't drink, trucking company. I'm not obligated to make sure. Now it's on you, the trucking company, to make sure that I'm not going to drink while I'm in your truck. It's your responsibility.
1: What kind of bullshit is that? That's just that i'm i'm literally flabbergasted on her way of thinking i can't understand not only you know how lucky you know like you said how lucky she was that she didn't um, kill someone or, or or hurt someone but in in the united states with with our regulations she's lucky that she even didn't that she didn't get Stopped for some form of an inspection or anything like that. She came across the border. That means she bought this stuff in the United States. Well, she said Montreal. She stopped and got her first six pack of beer.
0: Wherever it doesn't matter. You can get beer anywhere at a truck no, stop. No, what I was
1: meaning is she went over our border with alcohol in her tractor. Yeah. Or so, drunk, one or the other.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I, I'll just be honest with you guys. You know, I wanted to. Br- I just wanted to bring this to light. Okay. And you Canadians, we got a a pretty. Big Canadian audience, Ruthann, that listens to
1: us. I know they're probably still they probably stumped as much as we are. Oh, I know because
0: you know you get a lot of these Canadians that are really seriously old school truckers, um, like Ben, for example. Mm-hmm. You know that writes in a lot, um, which I keep telling him I'm going to bring him on the show, and I didn't get to him. I apologize, Ben, if you're listening. And and guys like Ben would would agree with us that that anybody that's ignorant enough to drink and drive should never ever be allowed to drive a big truck and I'm going to tell you something truthfully in America and I've stated this before if you're drinking and driving in a tractor trailer you're never going to get a job again here if you drink and drive in a car okay one time after so many years a trucking company is allowed to hire you you made a mistake you paid for it boom they're going to do that because not everybody that gets a DUI there has Ruth, to be like over seven years. Well, Ruth, and not everybody that gets a DUI is an alcoholic either. No. Maybe it's somebody that just was had too many drinks and, you know, whatever the case is. They, but they, they're lightweight. They're lightweight, whatever. Bottom line is like me, right? I drink two beers and I'm ready to fall over. But the bottom line is, OK, if you get drunk in a semi truck, you should never drive a truck again. And America, that's the one thing, at least with America, I would tell you, I would say yay for America that would never allow that ever for some arbitrator to come in and make the trucking company take their job back. I feel bad for them up in Canada. If that's literally the way it's run up there. I mean that.
1: I honestly hope that this April, the arbitrator gets reevaluated and her supervisor looks at it and goes, what the heck were you thinking? What what's wrong with you? I'm really hoping that that she was just someone new or something like that, and she just like was being really ignorant at that point because ignorant is without knowledge, and hopefully she was just without knowledge in in something that she was doing and just didn't really think something through because of being new in that position. Because to honestly have that frame of mind, she's no better than the driver.
0: A word of advice to the trucking company that has to hire her back. Um, If if I had to hire her back, she'd be sweeping a broom in my warehouse maximum. Okay. But if you have to put her back in a truck,
1: I would look for loads that go near
0: April's house.
1: (laughs) The route that she takes on the way home from work. Yeah. Let April,
0: (laughs) if April's so comfortable with somebody that's an alcoholic driving, I would try to maybe let April see. You know that it isn't that safe. I mean, I wouldn't suggest anything. You know, anybody hurting anybody, but we're not uh, nefarious. Yeah, but just say you know, see if you can make deliveries near April. You know, maybe let her know. You know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> I should. Maybe I should say, uh, uh, take. I take that back because you never know with April. She just Winter. don't know. She's they're, they're <laughs> an odd duck. I'll get a letter <laughs> from Canada. Anyways, uh, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So, Ruth Ann, there's a cleansing going on in trucking right now in America. Mm. There really is. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we've been talking about it lately. In fact, one driver wrote in saying, man, why do you keep mentioning how bad the times are right now? Because they are right now, guys. If you are a driver right now and you don't like me saying about how the rates are down and freight is down, I'm just giving you honest report every damn week, okay? So if you're if you'd rather me give you some happy cheery news,
1: go you know, talk to April. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know what? Go call April. No, no. But seriously, I, I would tell you truthfully. Um, you know, it's not good news right now. And truckers are, uh, the the drivers that are have too many jobs, that have too many accidents, those guys are calling, begging for, they are literally begging for jobs right now, Ruthann. Literally, trucking companies are telling me that these they're hardly even having to run ads and truckers are just calling them. And it's the guys that have problems mm-hmm. and so the cleansing that i was talking about and i just wanted to warn my brother truckers out there um right now trucking companies are cleansing they're strengthening what they call strengthening the herd okay and te- let me tell you what that means if you're a driver and you complain a lot you may get fired <laughs> For that, i'm serious if you're a driver that's always bitching about where you have to go you may get fired if you're a driver that whines about everything. You may get fired because they have a million people looking for jobs at their companies right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, and so be replacing you is easy. In good times, replacing you is not easy because everybody's moving around. Truckers are moving for the better dollar right now. The better dollar is not there. There's no raises in trucking. In fact, most trucking companies have cut rates. Right, what they're paying their drivers. So if you're a driver that you know um, you get out there and you don't want to. Um, you, you know, you want to stay home a lot. You come home on the weekend and you're always trying to stay home an extra day or two. You, you may get fired. I'm just saying, watch it right now. Be, don't don't cause friction or waves at your trucking company because those guys right now are, I'm, I know a company right now, Ruthann. I'm not kidding you. I was talking to a carrier the other day. They're a decent sized carrier. You know what they're doing? Huh? They are literally firing drivers right now and replacing them. But you know how they're doing it? How? they're, they're routing them into the terminal, right? Like, you know, like they're making an excuse up, like maybe the truck needs something or whatever the case is, right? They're routing them by the terminal and these guys don't even see it coming. And when they come in, they're telling them, clean out your truck, your replacement drivers here. I'm telling you, it's scary, brutal.
1: That is, that is definitely scary, brutal. Be a yes, sir.
0: Yeah. Right now it's survive drivers. Right now it's survival mode you know like ruth Ann said yes or no sir show a little more respect and 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 go the extra distance for these trucking companies um, because they literally are cleansing the herd right now and i mean you don't want to be the guy that is the bottom driver mm-hmm. at your company you really don't be the guy that takes the load anywhere it goes you need to stay out an extra day whatever the case is Don't be that driver because the ones that dispatch has a problem with, I promise you, if your company's cleansing the herd right now, all right, I promise you your name might be on the cleansing part and you don't want that. Turn it around, drivers. Be strong and it's survival mode right now. Believe me.
1: We've we've gone through this situation before. You know, we've had the trucking industry's had this happen many times. And we've always gotten through it. So it's going to come through. It's going to, it's going to pick up. We, we all know it's going to be, but until then use your wits. You're not dumb. Use your wits, be, you know, do what you need to do. And just know that at one point it's going to, it will, it will, it will loosen up again and you'll be able to be a little bit more, Hey, I want to be home a little bit more, whatever the case might be. But don't, especially if you're new into the, into the company, don't, don't be that guy.
0: Exactly. Don't. Push your luck right now because there's 25,000 drivers that are already in line for your job. I promise you, be careful.
1: Yeah, especially with with yellow going out, there's, what, 30,000 now? (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. No, that's a great great point. There's a lot of yellow drivers that are going to, you know, not, I would imagine, you know, speaking of yellow for a second, there's probably a good portion of those drivers that are going to collect, and, 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 and some of them might even just say, screw it, and they're going to retire. And hopefully they get their retirement benefits. I know a lot of them are getting screwed out of their retirement benefits, so a lot of them have to work. But um, I would tell you, though, those drivers that were probably five years or less at Yellow, they are definitely going to be flooding the market right now along with everybody else that's looking for a job. And I could tell you right now, some of these companies are looking for a reason to take a better driver on. Just be careful. That's all I'm saying, Ruthen. Just be careful, drivers, of your job. If you're a good driver, then you have nothing to worry about, okay? But if you're a driver that knows, I got problems here at this company, I don't get along with my dispatcher, I've got a couple of write-ups, I've been late, I've got uh, four-wheelers calling in about me. I'm always arguing. I would tell you, you're probably, your head is on the chopping block and you should be careful. I'm warning you because I love you guys. I mean that sincerely, Ruthann. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on, Ruthann, um, recently a, uh, uh, an article I just read, it was kind of a crazy thing and it, it unfolded this week. Um, in London, um, Ohio, near Dayton, a trucker was held hostage. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I guess um, a a cop pulled over a man and a woman in a car. Um, A couple things were going on, shuffling paperwork. They end up taking off, and the pursuit is on, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they end up at a truck stop, and they jump in a guy's bobtail. Now, I don't know if he was sleeping or what the case was, but this couple jumps in a trucker's truck at the truck stop, and they take off in his truck. It almost sounds like he might have been in the bunk, and they jump in. I, most
1: drivers don't keep their bunk, you know, their truck unlocked, but well,
0: some do. You know, when I was sleeping, I kept mine unlocked. I really did. I mean, I kept it locked when yeah. I was sleeping.
1: So they might have been watching him,
0: right? So, anyways. So they chased the, they, they now they're chasing the bobtail. Okay. You're not gonna get away in a bobtail, guys. But you, you know the one thing I was thinking of, though, while I was watching the video where they, they started chasing the bobtail. And uh, I was thinking to myself, automatic trucks have made it easier for guys to get their CDL, but it also has made it easier for carjackers <laughs> <laughs> to steal your truck. Because at one time, there's been incidents in, you know, 10 years ago or more, Mm -hmm. where people jumped inside a tractor trailer and they couldn't
1: get it out of first gear. Right. They don't know how to shift or split gears.
0: (laughs) Exactly. They didn't know how to do crap. Like you said, they couldn't get it. Maybe they shifted through the first four or five gears, but they didn't know about getting it to the upper side. This is
1: easy stuff. Just like my truck.
0: Exactly. Wait a
1: second. How do I get out of this? Exactly. What's this button? Oh no, I'm stalling. Right. (laughs) And they're trying to single clutch it.
0: (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so... Um, They jump in the truck. It's an automatic, you can tell. And they just bolt out of there. And they finally get the trucks around it. Long behold, it sounds like a little shootout happens. Right? You got this male and female. Um, They were... Well, they were actually parked for a few hours in a hostage situation. All of a sudden, I guess a shootout entails and the chick dies. Mm. The... Man is injured, and the trucker minor injuries.
1: Okay. Yeah, he's tra- traumatized, though he's got a disability now. Well, well, all he's I'm traumatized. S- all I'm
0: saying is, all I'm saying is, lock your trucks, protect yourself. This Definitely. is one of the reasons why I am an advocate for carrying in a in a tractor trailer. Ooh. If your if your company allows you to carry, and you download Legal Heat, it'll tell you. there's like thirty eight states that accept your permit. Yeah, it gives you all the updates. Right, to where you can have a loaded pistol in your truck. And I think it's like 20-some states now, Ruthann, are constitutional carry, where you don't even have to have a permit, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Me personally, if my company didn't have a policy against it, I'd be carrying. And I will tell you, many drivers have been fired because they had a pistol on them, and the mechanic at their shop was doing work on the truck and noticed a gun in the truck when the, it should have been hidden to begin with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, wink wink, it's a it's a a uh, a carry permit, but it's also called a concealed carry permit, meaning it's supposed to be concealed anyways. Nobody should see your gun, drivers, if you're out there carrying. But more importantly, if you're sleeping, Keep your truck locked, Ruth, and I will guarantee you that driver did not think that someday he would be sleeping in his truck or doing something inside that truck and two people jump in with a gun and take you hostage. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will guarantee you they did not. He did not think that. Now, if that truck would have been locked, they would have went to open the door and they would have went to the next truck. Mm -hmm. They would not have, they're being chased. They're not going to say, open the door, we're going to shoot you. That's not going to happen. They're not going to take their time. They are going to run to the next truck until they find one open. So if you're a trucker and you like, and you think everything's good and most likely the odds of you ever being taken hostage in a truck or being broken into or robbed are very low. But I will tell you, it can happen. Like Mm -hmm. this guy. It's, it's there. Right. And I will guarantee you the rest of his life, his truck will be locked when he's in it mm-hmm. more than anything. And uh, I would be locking it when I walked in the truck stop. You think, oh, you're at the fuel stop and you, and oh, there's, nobody's going to steal my truck. It's all on camera. I'm just going to run in and grab a hoagie and pay for my, uh, you know, pay for this or whatever the case is, take a leak. And guess what? Somebody could sneak into your truck and be hiding in the bunk when you go to get back in. You don't know.
1: You don't know, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, th- I would like to hear how, uh, from the driver, exactly how that happened, because I don't think he was sleeping. I mean, I'm gonna play the uh, advocate here for the driver. I don't think he was sleeping. I think he was probably walking out, and they were watching him walk to his tractor, and he got caught at the wrong time.
0: I don't think they were watching. I think they were actually running from the police. But at- they,
1: but they probably seen him going to get into his tractor. Like it was probably one of those incidents where he was going to get into his tractor. And they came up at the same time and seen him going to go in. And he was right there at the wrong time. And Well, if that's the case, which I don't believe you, I I, um, I would say, but if that is the
0: case, then you should also be aware of your surroundings, anybody approaching you. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, many people have been carjacked because somebody looks like they're just going to ask you a question then they pull out a gun or a knife. So, yeah, I mean, I shouldn't say I don't believe you. Yes, that could have happened. That definitely could have happened. Um, or they could have just jumped in the truck while he was sitting there idling.
1: You know, it's just you just don't know. You lock your truck.
0: You know, you just don't know. But the bottom line is to have your truck locked and to you know be safe. That's all I'm saying. Moving on. Moving on. Um, I, you know, that's pretty much my podcast for the week, Ruth. Then, um, do you have the word of the day? And did you also look up to see? Uh, yet another state to where if truckers are laid over, they can check out some new sites. Do
1: I do. I do. I do. I got Delaware.
0: Delaware. Uh-huh. De- well, that's a small
1: state. It is. So there wasn't as much to do, but I did. Who, who goes to Delaware? Well, actually, after looking at some of the stuff here, it might be somewhere that a driver might want to stop and see.
0: I don't even think I've ever delivered. I know I've gone through Delaware. I don't know if I've ever delivered in Delaware. I think I actually might have one time delivered and picked up there. I think I did, yes. But that was like one time.
1: Well, I have four places that I will say, take a look at. And, you know, I need to have like little intro music like da-da-da-da-da-da. The states by Ruth Ann. It gets
0: added. It gets added in. in. See, just so you know, that does get added in. Ruth,
1: Editing does that well. <laughs> that proves you don't listen to the podcast. I never. I honestly don't listen to him that often. You never listen to us after. I, I don't. I I, I don't want to hear how stupid I sound. Well,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. If I'm being honest, I listen. I actually hate listening to my voice. It's like you're listening to it going, "Okay, why'd you say that? Oh, you're so stupid. You sound dumb. You know what I mean? You're so critical." Of yourself when you're, and a lot of podcasters say that. Okay, yeah, by so the that's way, that's why I don't listen. But I listen to it just to see if there's improvements we can make. And after listening to me, I'm like, damn it, man, I, I, I got to improve in this. I got to improve in that. So maybe next time you should listen.
1: Well, then again, you're perfect, right? You're right, not. So what about Delaware? All Let's right. hear about Delaware. Delaware. Okay, so. There's a couple of different things here that I was looking at because Delaware is, like I said, there's not a whole lot of stuff that you could do. I think there's like 50 different things that they put up on the site as that way you could see, which there's a link that Troy's going to have editing put in the um, write-up so that you can actually go and see my little list. So the first one I have is the Delaware Art Museum, and it is a little local gem that is in Wilmington, and it was founded in 1912, and it, it has a bunch of the artwork that is going pre-Raphaelite art. So, in other words, it's, it's pre-medieval times kind of stuff. And it's sounds like it's really cool-looking things. When I think of art
0: museums, I think of the guy with, like, the one-eyed glasses and sitting there and admiring some... The Monopoly man? Well, no, nah, I just... Hugh, and, and and what do you think of this muffy I, I i find art funny i'm not an art person maybe that's why but i always picture some you know just a bunch of yuppies standing around some picture and looking at it to see what they see in it i mean it's is it is, is art like cloud watching you know i mean you're like trying to cuz like i've looked at some of the art paintings and sculptures over the years that people call art and i'm going what the hell is
1: it? You know what I mean? Like I, I You know what's really funny is I like to cloud watch. <laughs> you know I do that. I, I know you do. I'm just comparing
0: <laughs> art to cloud watching because I'm like, I like a lot of the art you look at, you're going, what is it? You know, is it? And that's, I mean, you almost think, I've often looked at art going, you know, if you just took paint and a paintbrush and just scribbled crap all over the place, that would be what I'm looking at.
1: Yeah, some of them, I will agree, are really odd. And odd. some of them are not just odd, they're like downright gross. But... If you're an art guy and you're a trucker, go see it. Well, you never know. You, you honestly never know. It Some of the stuff could be really cool because what it does have here is... Um, In addition to the marvelous artwork housed inside, they have some Persian windows, an extremely detailed queen's closet, which I have no idea what that's about, but an intricate work that memorializes the six wives of the infamous Henry VIII. So you might find a few things there that are like pretty interesting. Like I said, that's in Wilmington. It's the Delaware Art Museum. Take a look and see what that one is about. The next one I have is also in Williamton. It is the Williamton and Western Railroad. So I, because there's not a whole lot of stuff to do, but I noticed that there is a little bit more railroad type of activity that you could do more on the east side of stuff. And this one also is a heritage rail line that meanders through the Delaware's Red Clay Valley. You only have about 10 miles that you can do, but... It seems like it'll be really fun, and it goes through, like, you could see backyards, and it goes over, like, little water, like, um, the river and stuff like that. So there's some things that you can end up doing that you might enjoy. Listen, if you're out driving the truck all the time to get out and actually have someone else drive you and just go for a little train ride, even if it's only 10 miles long, it seems like it might be fun. Okay. Moving on. Moving on to the next one. It is the Enchanted Woods and Winterthur Gardens. That is in Williamton also. Like I said, small state. But it is, um, uh, it's it's got like a, a, it's a garden, but they're calling it the Children's Garden Enchants Visitors at the Intersection of Natural Beauty and Fairy Tales. So what they do is they have, a bunch of different gardens. It's a, uh, I don't know, like a few acres of gardens, but then as you're walking through it, you might see like a little stone house that they are saying like is a little fairy tale Hobbit house or something like that. So it's at least something that you can get out and walk around and, and enjoy. And if you have family, you could always take it. Like if your, you ha- your kids are with you and that's your little rider, you might be able to go and do something with, with your, your child and, and take them out to go and see this. And that would be something that would be nice for them to be able to do and get out the truck. Um, the next thing is in Delaware City, Delaware, it's called Fort Delaware. It's a scenic fort on the harbor protected Philadelphia. It's a scenic fort on the harbor that protected Philadelphia from an attack that never happened. So, you know how we have that um, down south? We have off the keys the fort that's there where it's got the water going around at the moat and stuff. Well, this is similar. It's. Um, it's built in the 19th century as one of the three forts designed to protect the city of Philadelphia from an attack. Fort Delaware served its purpose well and never had been a, never had the occasion to fire a shot in anger. So, it, it's located on tiny pea Patch Island in the Delaware River. The fort is a short, stout, um, pentagonal structure, and it's exemplifying the prevailing architecture. Of the US. So enjoy going to see that there in Delaware City. And um, any of these that you might end up going to, let me know what you think about them because it'd be pretty interesting to know that you might have visited one of the things that I had seen or not seen, but mentioned.
0: Sounds awesome, Ruth, and you're always on top of things, taking care of these drivers, letting them know how to kind of break up the monotony and see the sights, because I'll tell you, someday you retire, you can look back and go, you know, I, I, I stopped and I seen this and that while I was on the road, because, you know, honestly, 99.9% of a trucker's life is just a blur. He's out there working his ass off, and it would be nice to develop a couple memories out of all those miles.
1: It's true. And then, you know, not only that, but if you do have a rider with, it's nice sometimes to get out, take them for a walk, do something with them, especially if you have your child with. Honestly, how many times your kid is he going to get a chance to or she get a chance to go for a train ride in another state? You're building memories not only for you, but for them also. So have some fun and enjoy it and, and let me know what you think about it.
0: Sounds awesome. So, do you have the word of the day? I do,
1: I do, I do. You ready?
0: Velocious. Velocious.
1: Velocious. N- what does it mean? Well, it means rapid, fast. Kind of like velocity, velocious. So, if you haven't heard the word before, you might move, be more familiar with hearing velocity. So, that's how you know it's velocious. In a sentence, it's the velocious cyclist blew past the specters enabler. So, if you wanted to use it as a driver, you could say, I will get that done in such a velocious way, you won't even know it.
0: Okay. I'm just going to go with that.
1: Oh, you know. It is what it is. All
0: right. Well, Ruthanne, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.